So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, gigging musicians? Today, I want to chat about pricing, and specifically, are you underpricing yourself? So, when I started my gigging string quartet back in 2016-ish, I had no idea what to charge. My only frame of reference was that I knew I was getting at least 100 bucks a gig back when I played for somebody else's wedding string quartet back in the day. Um, and, you know, to a young musician, 100 bucks per gig is, is nice. That's a great deal. I hear nowadays anyone, um, I've heard people getting paid anywhere in the range of nothing all the way up to like thousands of dollars per gig. And it's a huge range, and I just quite frankly have no idea or had no idea what to charge at the point where I was starting my string quartet. And so, you know, I wanted to definitely start at 100 bucks a gig minimum, um, but even that I felt was too low. So I went and did a little bit of digging and did a little bit of reverse engineering, mystery shopping of some of the other quartets around in my city and other cities. And I started to find for wedding ceremonies, people were charging anywhere between $400 and $1,000 for the whole quartet. And I kind of started to do some math on that. You know, a quartet, string quartet, four members, two violins, a viola, and a cello. And I assumed, okay, for let's just divide the price that they're paying for the entire quartet, divide it by four, and I got anywhere between $100 and $250 per musician. And, you know, that was a really good starting point. But then I started to think about some other factors that affected the price. Um, one of those factors being, oh, if there's a gig that's 150 miles away, 100 bucks is not going to cut it. 150 is not even going to cut it. So I started to realize, oh, okay, I needed to think about travel fees. What am I going to charge for travel? And at that point, um, that was when I, I made a big discovery was that uh, I found the Musicians Union, the American Federation of Musicians, AFM.org. They actually have salary guidelines. So you can go on Google right now and search AFM Wage Scale, and you'll find a PDF that's put together by one of the musicians' local chapters that has specific rates that musicians should be charged, should be paid, actually, and they break it down by the type of gig. And so when I found that, it was awesome. Back at that point, I think I found the Philadelphia 2014 wage scale. And that was when I saw the minimum that union musician players get at that point for a single one-off engagement of up to an hour and a half of playing is $120. So instantly I had a nice reference point. I want to pay at least $120. And then I looked further down on the page and I saw a travel fee. And the crazy part was they, they actually had a table of different travel rates depending on mileage. Like they would say 0 to 20 miles is no travel charge. 11 miles or 21 miles to 30 miles is like 5 bucks it's, and so forth. The crazy part was I put that into like Excel just to figure out what's the formula they're using. 
And I found that there was no formula. In fact, there was a couple entries in that table where the union had <laughs> higher mileage rates. Um, so like larger mileage amounts that paid less than smaller amounts. So the math was completely wrong on that. But I kind of removed some of those weird data points and figured out that there was kind of a formula. It was about 25 cents a mile that they were charging on average. But that didn't feel right. That was when, you know, I, I remembered from one of my non-music jobs that if you ever had to drive and use your own car, you were eligible for mileage reimbursement. And I knew that that was a federal thing. So I went on the government website and searched U.S. federal mileage rate. And at that point, I discovered the federal mileage reimbursement rate was 55 cents per mile. And I realized, okay, the union has got this wrong. I need to be using this 55 cents per mile per musician charge, too, so that my musicians are fairly paid. So that was kind of how I discovered the mileage rate system. Um, but I realized that for most gigging groups, the union wage scale won't actually work for them because the uh, musicians' union is traditionally, um, it's for, you know, opera and Broadway and, you know, the, the type of musician that isn't necessarily gigging or making their living gigging. They've got those big jobs that, you know, as, as you know, I, I got second place for. I never got one of those big jobs where I would be a, a union musician. Although I do work with several union musicians, and they tell me a lot of crazy stories about that. So that was when I realized that I needed a formula for pricing my string quartet, and specifically a, an individual's mu musician's take-home pay, that really worked for my group. And it wasn't what the musician was going to tell us what to do, it was what we actually wanted. So that was when I set out to ask my players individually on a one-on-one -on -one basis a conversation, private conversation that none of the other members were privy to, what do you think is fair? And, you know, let's boil this down to one hour of playing. What do you think is fair? So I would get a number from them, and I would compare it against all of the other numbers that I was getting from the rest of my members, and I, I got a, a nice number. It actually averaged out pretty nicely. It's not like there was any outliers who wanted a thousand bucks a gig and some who was like, oh, just pay me 20 bucks in a six-pack. So I averaged that together. I asked the same question for more uh, longer durations of time just to kind of get a little bit of an idea of, you know, if we play a two-hour gig, what, what should that be? Averaged that together, multiplied those rates by four, so I got my one-hour rate, and then added on the travel charges as necessary. But then I made a discovery that if I charged just what the musicians are taking home at the end of the day. That is the biggest recipe for a not profitable online business. It's a recipe for an online business that loses money because 100% of the money we're making is going to the suppliers. There's no money being reinvested back to get us more gigs. That was the big aha moment for me is that it takes money to get a gig. I'm paying marketing spend you know, I'm, I'm paying to be listed in certain online directories. I am spending time reaching out 
to my dream 100 list of venues, wedding planners, etc. And, you know, this is time that I'm not donating. If I was donating it, then I wouldn't be making a career out of it. I'd just be a volunteer for a nonprofit. And so I'm spending all this time and this money, and I'm not building in a profit to the amount of money that my quartet is making so that I can afford this stuff. So big red flag there. It's a losing business model. And that was when I realized, okay, so I'm undercharging. I can't just charge 100% of my supplier costs, which is what the musicians are making. I need to build in a profit. And so that was when I, I looked back into you know what I did in the previous year and realized, okay, so we're making... We're getting X amount of gigs each year. I'm spending X amount of dollars on my marketing for that year. Plus, I'm spending this amount of time per year just building out the marketing and coordinating the group. And I kind of figured out, I put a dollar amount on that. And once I did that, I divided that by the number of gigs we got. And I got a nice number that I was able to build in on top of my musician costs And that is the price that I now charge to the people who book my group. So uh, just to to recap that, I'm charging one is my profit margin. That's going back into the business to get everybody more gigs. And quite frankly, the musicians are happy that I do that because the more money that I have um, to do that, the more time I have to spend to get them more gigs. So they're happy to get more gigs. I'm also charging a fair rate for what the musicians have actually asked to be compensated for different types of gigs. And then on top of that, I'm charging mileage fees, which is based on the federal 55 cents per musician per mile recommendation. And I lump that all together. And that is most of the pricing formula. Of course, there are a couple extra add-ons that I, I have added, like, you know, what if they want us to learn a custom song? What if they want us to bring a PA? And so... I have done that. I've added those in, but that's really not a part of the core pricing strategy. The real pricing strategy is cost of musicians plus mileage fee plus the built-in profit margin. And that is the recipe to a profitable music business that enables you to spend your time focused on playing music and getting people gigs, getting your music out there in the world. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast and check out all of our training programs that help you build a profitable music business at www.booklivepro.com. And uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. We'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you liked this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.